0: Welcome to the City church Cardiff podcast. We're an Elim Pentecostal Church in the center of Cardiff dedicated to bringing hope in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you are inspired and impacted by this message. It's great to be able to share God's word with you today. We are continuing our life track series which we started last week looking at a heart set on pilgrimage. And today, the title of our message is A Close Companion.
1: Our message is all about intimacy with Jesus and how he invites us to come close to him. We're gonna be looking at a passage in Luke 19 about Zacchaeus. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The whole concept of intimacy with God is mind-boggling. The Creator of the universe wants to spend time with me. It's just incredible, but we can see it throughout the Bible. We see it in Genesis when He walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. David sang of it in the Psalms, in Psalm hundred thirty nine. He says, "You hem me in behind and before, and you place your hand on me." Jesus demonstrated it when He came as a baby to the earth. He grew up and He walked on the earth and He didn't just teach the crowds, but he took time for the one. We read these words from Jesus in the last book of the Bible. He says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. First of all, Jesus has an invitation for you. He's inviting himself to come to your house and to come and eat with you. But it doesn't just stop there. He wants to... Um, do the journey with you. He wants to walk with you as well. We read in Luke 19 the story of Zacchaeus and Jesus invited himself to Zacchaeus' house as well. He invited himself to come and eat with him and spend time with him, an invitation that would lead to his life being changed. It was an invitation to um, a sinner. It was offered to a sinner. Jesus didn't wait for Zacchaeus to be changed And right with God before he invited himself, he came into Zacchaeus' mess and turned it around. And the invite is being offered to you as well. Remember those words from Revelation, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in and eat with him and him with me. And it was an invite with an RSVP. Zacchaeus could have stayed in the tree and he could have said, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. But he received him joyfully. He said, yes, I'm all in. And I wonder how are you going to respond to the invitation? Secondly, there's an RSVP and the RSVP is open the door. Responding to God's invitation requires a heart that is open and soft we have to open the door. Zacchaeus hurried to leave where he was to welcome Jesus and responded joyfully. And we can't be close to, close to someone and have a heart that is hardened. Is your heart soft towards God? Is your heart free from unforgiveness and resentments and bitterness? I think of the, the prodigal son story and I think of the brother who was always with the father and he could have had the feast at any time but he missed out. His heart was full of resentment and bitterness towards the the brother who came home. And the crowd as well with Zacchaeus, the crowd responded by grumbling when they saw Jesus inviting himself to his house. But God pleads with us, get rid of these things and come close to me. Don't let your heart be hardened. And don't let your, your love grow cold is the words of a, a Petra song I remember from when I was a teenager. And it's it's a song that's kept coming back to me over the years. Don't let your heart be hardened and don't let your love grow cold. And um, when I was two, I um, fell out uh, from the first floor. So I was standing at a balcony and I fell through some railings um, out of there onto to the ground. And um, the... The garden had been um, worked on the day before, so the ground was um, was soft, and um, but it could have been a completely different story if the ground had been hard. and um, yeah I wonder what what is your heart like? Is your heart soft towards Jesus, or is your heart been hardened by bitterness or by different life events? How much do you want to walk close to God? Do you want to, if you want to walk close to him, you'll get rid of anything in the way. You'll do everything you can to get close to him. And thirdly, I want to say pursue him too. Pursue him. Don't just open the door to him, but run after him, pursue him. And for any close relationship to work, there has to be a real desire on both sides to connect. It can't just be one person always running after the other and seeking the other, but it has to be both both parts of the the relationship that make it work and that's what Zacchaeus did too you know he'd heard about Jesus and God must have been working in his heart to make him want to um, hear more about this Jesus but when he couldn't see Jesus because of the crowd he didn't just give up and go home he ran on ahead of the crowd and he climbed up the tree so that he could see Jesus And we're going to have obstacles too. We're going to have things in the way. We're going to have distractions. We're going to have busyness. We're going to have life events and all sorts of things that could um, get in the way. But um, are you going to give up or are you going to run on? Are you going to climb up that tree so that you can see Jesus? I remember two occasions in my family when um, someone went missing with two different outcomes completely um so my my sister, when she was um about four um went missing from a beach, so we were at a beach in France with a whole team of people and um we could see this um we could see her swimming ring out in the sea um but she wasn't there, and it was a horrible moment um but we involved the whole team that was there to do a big um search party for her. And we kept looking until we found her. And what an incredible relief it was when we did find her. Um, I remember also when um, my son was um, one of my sons was eight, and um, he um, he was at a sports camp um, during the holidays, and it had run during the week. And this was Friday, the last day, and he decided that he'd had enough. And the other kids were all in different places. Steve and I were somewhere else. So there was no one in, in our house. Um, so he decided to had enough of this sports camp. So he crept out during the day, left the, the sports complex and walked home about a kilometer home on his own. Um, and then we had it. Steve and I had a call from our neighbor saying, your son is here sitting on my doorstep. Um, so we rushed home and we uh, collected him and um, but the sports camp never noticed that he'd gone and they were supposed to be taking registers at um at different points throughout the day to check that all the kids were there but they never noticed that he had gone they never called us to say your son's not here and um, but they had no relationship with him there was no close relationship there whereas with my sister you know its parents that are desperate to find their their child and i wonder what your relationship with god is like do you have a close enough relationship to say I need to be close to God. I need to find Him. I need to. I need to seek Him with all my heart. Um. Yeah. I. I wonder. You know how how we respond when we don't see God in our lives. If something's in the way and you're distant from Him, do you do everything you can to remove those barriers and seek Him? God wants us to seek Him. He wants you to seek Him, and He says, "Draw near to Me, and I will draw near to you." He says, um, you'll seek me and you'll find me when you seek me with all your hearts. And this week I felt God saying, come close enough to hear my whisper and dig deep enough to find my treasure. Come close enough to hear my whisper and dig deep enough to find my treasure. We read the story in 1 Kings of um, Elijah Um, And when God spoke to Elijah, he wasn't in the wind, he wasn't in the fire, he wasn't in the earthquake, but he was in the whisper. And there will be times in your life when God speaks really loud and clear, maybe for um, different big events in your life, different um, life changes. Um, But there will be other times when God speaks to you in a whisper. And are you close enough to hear that whisper in your life? Are you still enough to hear that whisper? or Are you distracted by lots of things? You sometimes stop and put everything else down so that you can hear his voice? God says dig deep enough to find my treasure. God has things that he wants to tell you. Are you stopping long enough for him to tell you those things or do you just give up quickly? The Bible is his word to us, his love letter to us. Are you digging as you read the Bible or are you just skimming through and ticking a box? The Bible is his living and active word to us. He has things that he wants to say to you through the Bible. In Jeremiah 33, it says, call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. And digging deep takes time and perseverance. It's not a two minute read on what someone else has to say about the Bible. And then saying, I didn't get anything out of that. But press in, God has so much that he wants to tell you and God is closer than you can imagine.
0: So Rachel started by talking about the invitation for us to come close to Jesus, just like Zacchaeus drew up close. Then secondly, she talked about the RSVP, how will we respond to his invitation? And then thirdly, the pursuit, overcoming any obstacles in order to see Jesus well number four I want to talk about the meal the meal when the people saw that Jesus had accepted the invitation they they grumbled uh, because they knew that Jesus was going to enjoy a very special and probably quite lengthy moment with Zacchaeus and perhaps people wished that they had been the ones to offer the invitation in the first place you know Zacchaeus welcomed Jesus into his home and that hospitality would have looked very special. Middle Eastern culture, ancient Middle Eastern culture was very detailed in the way that you would care for your guest. And hospitality was really very much the idea of welcoming the stranger, welcoming the traveler into your home. They would have been greeted with a kiss. They would have had their feet washed. In water they would have been given oil for their head and that makes sense of Psalm 23 when we we read the words you anoint my head with oil then they would have been given a very special meal and after probably lots of conversation they would have been given lodging for the night so this was not some brief moment, but it was a, a, a beautiful moment where Zacchaeus was able to talk with Jesus. You know, the deepest engagement in relations happen when we sit and eat. You you sit up close, you you look at each other, you share thoughts together and you share a meal. That's the way that relationships become close. And And Jesus said to his disciples on another occasion, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends. And Jesus wants you to experience what it means not to just be his servant, but to know him as your friend, as your closest companion. Jesus wants you to be like Zacchaeus and welcome him into the home of your heart. And what does that look like for us? Well, it means that we will feed on his words, we'll listen to his words, and we do that primarily through the Bible. It means that we'll come up close by sharing our thoughts with him and and listening to his words. That's what we call prayer. It will mean that we come up close by expressing our devotion to him, maybe sung or spoken, we call that worship. And it might even mean that we just sit and we wait and we enjoy his company in silence. You know, in City Church, we want to encourage people as part of Life Track, which is our discipleship pathway. We want to encourage people to develop their spiritual rhythms, their practices, their disciplines, those things that I've just mentioned and many more. And, you know, those rhythms that will help you stay close to Jesus. If you want to understand more of how they can work best in your life, then listen to our rhythm series, which you can listen to on our podcasts or on our YouTube channel from a few months ago. So Zacchaeus enjoyed a meal with Jesus, and it was a beautiful moment of drawing up close. And then fifthly and lastly, the walk, the walk. Zacchaeus was radical in the way that he responded to Jesus. He he said, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor and if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. You know, we might read the story of Zacchaeus and think that perhaps the whole thing happened within a few minutes. But I think hours pass between verses seven and verses eight. Verses seven is where Zacchaeus Welcomes him into his home. And verse 8 is where he stands up and 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 declares these radical words that he's going to change his life. Because you see, the, the whole uh concept of Middle Eastern culture was to take time. And just as I described all those different things earlier that Jesus would have received as a guest in Zacchaeus' home, that would have been ours. In fact, they probably had to kill the animals that they ate that day. And so there would have been lots of opportunity to talk. I think that Zacchaeus had carefully considered, having listened to the words of Jesus, I think that Jesus probably spoke about his message of the kingdom, about what it meant to uh, be radical and to live out God's love, to be transformed in your heart, to recognize the cost of following Jesus, not being ruled by money and speaking and acting righteously. And I think Zacchaeus having considered those words, that's why he then stood up perhaps several hours later and said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give away half my possessions. That's radical. I wonder how radical are you willing to be in following Jesus? And you know, when you choose to make Jesus your close companion, you will change. If you're up close next to him, you will change. You will change bit by bit, but at times that change will be quite radical. For some of us, in choosing to follow Jesus, that means that you'll come out or or you already have come out of a very different lifestyle that that doesn't please God. And, And perhaps through time, you've learned what it means to walk a different way. For others, You know, perhaps your your job will have stayed the same. You'll still have lived with your family. Many aspects of your life will have stayed the same, but your outlook will be different. You'll see life through a different kind of lens. And, you know, I want to also encourage you that intimacy with Jesus, knowing him as your close companion, can even happen in the busyness of our lives. It might mean that you... You just stop in moments to acknowledge him and ask for his help. Make it a habit of talking to God out loud in the moments where you recognize you, you want and you need him most. I, I sometimes just say out loud, Jesus, I need your strength or I need your wisdom or thank you so much for what you have done. And we're acknowledging him in the everyday of our journeys. And so do it. I I encourage you to be somebody that brings Jesus into the very small and simple matters of your everyday life. Jesus is certainly not just for your Sunday. He's not just even for your morning devotions, but let him be a part of your daily life. Walk closely with him day by day. I wonder if we could just have a moment where we might just sit and just for a, a short moment, Enjoy his presence. Don't say anything, just sit and let's just enjoy this moment
1: of being close to Jesus. I want to encourage you to keep spending time with
0: Jesus and doing things like that, just taking opportunities to sit and enjoy his presence. I want to give you an opportunity now to personally respond to him. Maybe you've never made a decision to commit your life to follow him. And I believe that that is the most important decision that you can make in your life to say, Jesus, I recognize how much I need you just like Zacchaeus did. And so in a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer and you can follow the words on the screen and, and speak these words out to to say, yes, I am gonna change my life. I'm gonna follow you now, Jesus. So if you want to speak these words, then would you say them with me? Jesus, you are knocking at the door of my heart. I open my heart to you now. I believe you died and rose again so I could be forgiven and saved forever. I turn my back on my old life of sin I choose radical change today. I want to pursue a close relationship with you. Be my close companion. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I love you, Jesus. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time or perhaps as a a meaningful recommitment then I would love you to get in touch with us. You can do that by going to citychurchcardiff.com forward slash next. And you can also talk to one of our online pastors if you're watching on our website too.
1: We've looked today at how um, Jesus has an invitation for you. He wants to come to your house and eat with you. He wants to spend time with you. The God who made you wants to sit and spend time with you. And um, this invitation requires a a response from us. He wants us to open the door to him. And um, I wonder, is your heart soft towards God or is your heart being hardened? Um, Let's make sure our hearts are ready and open uh, for Jesus. And um, we talked about how God also wants us to pursue him. Um, it's not just about him coming after us, but he really wants us to to pursue him with everything that we have and to to remove things that are in the way and um, to run after him with all we have. He wants us to come close enough to him, to, to hear his whisper. He wants us to to dig deep enough to to receive all the treasures that he has for us. He has so much that he wants to to say to you. Um let's dig deep and let's let's run after God.
0: And then I talked about the meal and the fact that Jesus spent probably quite some time with Zacchaeus. And that time of being with Jesus for you and I looks like those spiritual rhythms that we can learn to practice personally and together. Reading his word, spending time in prayer, listening to his voice, uh, being someone that offers him our worship and even just moments of silence, of enjoying his presence. That's all part of your journey and mine in staying close to Jesus. And then I talked about the walk. What does it mean to just go through our everyday lives recognizing that he is our close companion by our side and that even in the busyness of our lives, we can talk to him, we can talk to him aloud. And it will also mean that for some of us, there's radical change required. Walking closely with Jesus means that we'll become more like him and we won't want to follow the old ways that we had before. We will choose to walk differently. Rachel's going to pray now just as we finish but can I just encourage you just in this final moment open your heart, open your heart believing that this week could be special times of walking with your close companion.
1: Jesus, I thank you that you, um, you invite us to um, open the door to you, that you want to spend time with us and that you want to be close to us. Mm. And Lord, I pray for anyone that is um, feeling dis- disconnected and distant from you, that this will be um, an opportunity for them to come back to you mm. and that um, they wouldn't um, dismiss themselves or think, I've, I've gone too far away for, for God to, to want me but that they would see this as an opportunity to to reconnect and and come close to you again. Thank you, Jesus, that you stop for the one, that you're interested in each one of us, that you want to spend time with us. And um, Father, I pray that we would um, be people who open the door to you, that we would have hearts that are open and soft, Lord, that we wouldn't let things um, harden our hearts and that we wouldn't let things come in the way. Um, but that we would be people that are, um, that are open to you. We would be people that say, yes, I'm, mm. I'm all in. I I want you, God. I pray that we would be people that pursue you with everything that we have, God, yes. that we would run after you, that we would dig deep, God, and that we would um, take time to listen, to see what you have to say to us. Thank you, God, that you want to, you want to sit with us. You want to, to eat with us. And, um, that you want to do the journey with us as well, Lord. You're not just there for a a little um, time in in the morning, but you're there for the whole day. And I pray that we would be aware of you as we go about our day, God, that we would be surprised by your presence, God, as we're washing dishes, as we're driving the car, God, that we would be surprised by your voice. Lord, I thank yes. you that you are not a distant God, but you are a God who comes close. And God, we say yes. We say we want you. Yes, thank yes, you, yes. Father. Mm. Amen. Amen.
0: We hope you are encouraged by today's message. To find out more, visit our website
1: at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media.